0: The Lord Jesus, when he stands up to read, he gives a nine-word homily. He skips the announcements entirely. There is no coffee and donuts after the synagogue. He gives a nine-word homily. This scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. Only the Son of God can really give a good homily in nine words. That's my excuse why I'm going way beyond nine words this morning. What is he talking about? What does it mean that this passage from Isaiah is fulfilled in the hearing of the people? They might have looked around and thought, nothing seems different. What is the passage that Jesus was reading? It's the promise of the Lord to his people that they were waiting for centuries for the fulfillment. Good news to the poor, liberty to captives, sight to the blind, freedom for the oppressed. And yet, Jesus' listeners could have looked around and said, Nothing has changed. We are the same. And yet, we read that the eyes of all looked intently at him. Why? Because Jesus is not just like one of us. True man and true God. Jesus reads scripture the way no human lector, the way no deacon, the way no priest ever could. He makes it happen. What he says comes to be. Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. How? It takes place in a way that calls our faith into action. It's not something that we're going to see with our physical eyes. So how is this going to happen? St. Luke tells us that his gospel is so that we can realize the certainty of the teaching we have received. So this Sunday, we can reflect on how is this promise of Jesus Christ strengthening our faith now? Are we moving forwards in faith? Are we standing still? If we're not moving forward, we're always moving backward. So how is the Lord drawing us deeper into relationship with him? How is he drawing us to experience the promise? sight to the blind, freedom to captives. There are a few ways. First, the description, the poor, the blind, the oppressed, who is that? That's us. That's you and me. It's not just the person next to us. It's not just Brother Irenaeus. It's not the person Who doesn't go to church? It's each of us. Each of us, in some way, is poor, needy, is blind, is somehow bowed under a yoke. We need freedom. The Lord Jesus brings this. How are we blind? We're blind because our sight is damaged. We need the Lord to come to us to reveal himself to us. If the listeners in the synagogue turned and looked at each other, nothing would have changed. Nothing would be different. Faith changes our sight. It purifies our vision so that we can see dimly God. But we can begin to see ourselves truly as we are. We begin to see with Jesus Christ. If we accept the gift of faith, we can begin to see each other, to see ourselves as the Lord sees us. We might be lowly, but we are beloved. We might be weak, but in Christ we are strong. Our identity is in Christ. And so there are three ways, I think, that we can begin to see with the Lord Jesus, to look intently at him as the people did in that day in the synagogue. First, as I mentioned, this Friday there's 24 hour Eucharistic adoration. If we want to look intently at the Lord, there's no better place than in adoration. When the Blessed Sacrament is on the altar and we can spend 15 minutes, a half hour, an hour, and be with the Lord, He comes to be seen, to be loved, to be known. Another way is the sacrament of confession. And confession is, unlike the mass, confession is kind of the sacrament that we can indefinitely put off. You know, it's like cleaning your room or cleaning the basement. It's like, we'll get to that, you know, next weekend probably, it's freer. It's easier that weekend. What happens in the sacrament of confession? We go in As captives, and we come out free. Because sin oppresses and discourages us. Sin always insists that we're worse than we are. Sin repeats the lie that God actually doesn't love us. The sacrament of confession rejects that lie. It frees us. It allows us to be generous and to love with an unburdened heart. That's the power of the sacrament. And because it frees us, it makes it possible to have joy, to have a deep joy, to face whatever we're going through in our lives with courage and trust. So there are two ways. Adoration, spending time with the Lord in prayer. And then confession. And then there's a third way, the simplest way, but also easily overlooked. Right after we receive Holy Communion, we have the chance to pray with the Lord who has come so close to us. The God who created us who died for us has come to this altar and then come into our hearts to spend a few moments after receiving the Lord before we head back out to the day that is a chance to receive the promise that the Lord Jesus came to bring and to fulfill to say a few simple prayers nothing elaborate not necessarily emotional, but to allow our souls to be in contact with God for just a few moments. We heard in the first reading, do not be saddened, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. The source of our strength is joy in the Lord. And the sacrament of the Eucharist is the source of our joy because God has shown that he loves us unto death and that he is with us always. Adoration, confession, and then simple prayers after receiving the Lord. The Lord has drawn close to us. Us who are poor, blind, and in some way captives. God comes to us. How will we respond?